0: Sixty-eight hours after issuance cdkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources
1: yeah baby even money podcast although last week was not our best week maybe you need to hire somebody different to give you your betting advice so you're not really hiring us you listen to us for free but anyway if you do need to hire somebody zip recruiter dudes You can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just a click. Then, ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes. That's why it's different. Unlike other hiring sites, you don't depend on the right candidates finding you. It goes and finds them. 80% of employers get a quality candidate through the site in just a day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire, and you guys can post your jobs for your company for free. If you're the boss, that's awesome. If you're not the boss, the boss will think you're awesome. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash even. Again, you can try it for free, posting jobs, ZipRecruiter.com slash even. If you would like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Russ Tucker and Steve Fezik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas! It is the Even Money Podcast. We are both still firmly in the black, even though it was not my best week—that's for sure. He's the star. His name is Steve Fezik at Fezik Sports on Twitter. We are presented by BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. Best odds, fastest payouts. I'm Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman that loves, loves, loves. I now have my bets each week on my phone. And so, you know, as the 1 o'clock games are ending, I know exactly what I'm hoping happens. And boy, it did not work out real well for me in week 7. Anyway... Um, it's a new week. You're not going to win every week. Before I tell you about the new week and we go over what we did last week, first I want to tell you about Play Draft because it's awesome. If you're listening to this, you guys like to make the games more interesting, Get the uh, get the Draft app on your phone. It's really cool. You can play in a real life. It's daily fantasy or one-week fantasy, whatever you want to call it, but it's a snake draft, not salary cap. You can join one for week eight right now. You're playing for cash, and your chance of winning, 80% better than on the salary cap sites. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft. You just have to make your first deposit using the promo code EVENMONEY. Again, you're playing a real money game for free just by using promo code EVENMONEY. It gets even better, by the way. Draft.com, they're so sure you'll love it. They're even offering you guys a money-back guarantee up to 100 bucks. Again, draft in the app store or just go to draft dot com and play free right now with promo code even money. All right, Steve, we will start by looking back at last week. It was not real pretty. Uh I was down more than you were. I ended up down seven units for the week. You were down three units. So for the season, that makes us you're up thirty units, I'm up twenty-five units. So a pretty big hit, and as you might suspect, the best bets were not all that great either. We were one for three on the best bets with one tie. However, if you look at the season, 32 total best bets, 24 of them wins, two ties. So we are 24-6-2 on the best bets, which is still pretty darn awesome if you think about it. Um, Let's go through, Steve. Let's go through week by week uh, or game by game. Uh, You put two units. Wait a minute. Oh, you did not. You did not. uh, You didn't bet on Cleveland, did you,
2: Steve? I leaned that way, but I did not.
1: Okay. He had two units Cleveland here, but then he didn't give you the, uh, he didn't give you it at the end. So that was a mistake. But we both leaned Cleveland that would have been good. That would have won. Uh, Uleen, Jacksonville. That would have been good. That would have won. Then we get to Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Uh, I put one unit on Cincinnati getting five and a half points. Boy, it looked good in the first half. They totally got shut down in the second half. That was a loss. Then Baltimore versus Minnesota. This was our first bet. bet best bet. This is unbelievable, Steve. There were, what, nine field goals in this game? And the total was 39 and a half. I put two on the under. You put one on the under. And it turned out that we lost by half a point after nine field goals, Steve. Steve.
2: Yeah, you know, I wouldn't beat yourself up too much over a bad week in the World Series of Football Handicapping. The Super Contest, Ross, this has never happened before. People pay $1,500 to play in this. The top 11 consensus picks, 0-11 from the Wise Guys. Wow. Really? 0-11. Never happened in the history of the Super Contest.
1: What does that mean? How did that happen?
2: What happened is that the teams that were selected, the greatest by the wise guys, like the Cincinnati Bengals, all lost. All 11 of the most selected teams, all lost against the spread.
1: Holy cow, man. That's crazy. Um, Well, anyway, we'll keep it moving here. Um, Miami and the Jets, you put two units on Miami did you put two units on Miami, Steve?
2: Um, yes, I laid three with Miami.
1: Got it. Yeah, it was a push, Thirty-one twenty-eight. Um I think I just leaned to the Jets that way. Then Buffalo, Tampa Bay, um, I put one unit on the Bills. They were um, laying three, and it turned out to be a push there. So, boy, we got a couple pushes there. Chicago, how about this, Steve? Another one. I leaned Chicago. I leaned under. You leaned under. But you know what you get for lean, Steve?
2: You get nothing, which actually was above our average for the week.
1: You get nothing. (laughs) You get pain. I almost don't want to lean anymore because when you lean and then don't do it, it hurts. It's like, dude, come on. Uh, Green Bay, New Orleans. I passed. You had two units on the Packers and one unit on the under. The under came through, but the Packers absolutely did not for you. Then, man, some of these. When I bet, when I go, when it goes wrong for me, Steve, it goes very wrong. I took Arizona getting three and a half points from the Rams. They lost thirty-three, nothing. I took San Francisco, getting six from the Cowboys. They lost 40 to 10. So brutal, those two games for me. Fortunately, we both got two units on the under in that giant Seahawks game. That really helped. That was a best bet, and two units for each of us. Then Denver, they really let us down. Um, Two units for me, one unit for you. And then you get to Atlanta. Um, I had one unit on the Falcons. That didn't help me. That was another uh, minus one. You had a unit on the over. That didn't help you either. So, all in all, Steve, not a good week. But you know what it is? It's a good week to start. Again, let's do it, bright. All right. Uh, Thursday night, Miami
3: at Baltimore. The Ravens uh, favored by three, 37 and a half the total.
1: Yeah, I'm going to um, – I'm going to take the Dolphins in this one. I'm a little surprised the Ravens are favored. I think Matt Moore is actually a better option at quarterback than Jay Cutler. The Ravens are kind of in disarray at this point. They have a tough time scoring. I don't even know who's playing receiver for them tomorrow night. Uh, give me two units on the Dolphins, getting three points.
2: Yeah, Ross, I sure hope when we do a recap next week, it's not another Gene Wilder at the end of the Willy Wonka movie. You get it nothing you lose good day sir i feel better now i agree with you completely this is going to be a best bet i think although matt moore does not have the skills jay cutler has it is an immediate and obvious upgrade and i do want to ask you as an offensive lineman i know you've had this situation where the backup quarterback is better liked and i imagine the entire team plays harder and cluster injuries on the Baltimore wide receiver front, along with O-line issues, I like Miami, so that's the best bet.
3: The best bet. All right, on to Sunday. How about Cleveland and Minnesota? They're playing this one in London. The Vikings favored by 9.5. Another low total, 38.
2: And just to clarify, I'm on two units as well. you want to answer my, my one question, though, Ross? Uh,
1: yeah, I think that I, I, whether it's conscious or subconscious, I definitely think there's something to that. I definitely think that there is, it's like anything else in life, right? I mean, think about any, any employer. When the employees like the boss, a lot of times they're going to work harder for him.
2: I don't know who the employees are going to work for in this game because I don't know if wide receiver Diggs is going to play for the Vikings. I know I don't want Cleveland and Kaiser. I know I'm supposed to bet winless teams that are... In the NFL, as the season progresses, because no team wants to go 0-16 and join the Detroit Lions, so typically those teams cover more than half the time. Uh, but I like Minnesota and I don't like Cleveland, but I'm not I'm not going to lay nine if I don't have my number one wide receiver. I pass.
1: Yeah, I think the number that stands out to me here is is the total. I know 38 is pretty low, but I'm still putting two units on the under. I I just I don't see either one of these teams scoring very many points in this game. I love the under two units. All right, Ross. Chicago at the New Orleans Saints. Saints,
3: nine-point favorites with a total of 47.5.
1: Boy, how about that line? Um, Especially since Chicago's won two in a row, but I kind of agree with it. I don't think Chicago's very good. Uh, Credit to the way they've played defense the last two weeks, but I think the Saints probably end up winning by 10. The number I like here... Is the under. I mean, New Orleans defense is playing better than you think. Chicago can't really score, and Chicago's got a pretty good defense. 47.5 seems way high to me. I'm putting two units on the under 47.5.
2: I'm going to pass on this one. I'm concerned that about Chicago because they got the 275 yard defensive touchdowns, that they truly think they can just hand the ball off to Howard and win football games. That's not going to work. In the NFL, certainly not against the Saints, but both teams played in bad weather in rain in the Midwest last week, so that's why both teams had lower than expected scoring games. And I've seen this before when they they go inside to the dome, you blink, and it's 21 3 New Orleans, end of the first quarter. I'm going to pass.
3: All right, Steve, Atlanta at the Jets, Falcons, four and a half point favorites with a total of 46.
2: Going to lean just with the Jets here. And by the way, I don't have as many games that I like as the season progresses. I find the lines get tighter and tighter. Uh, I do think that there's a distraction here, and the distraction is that Atlanta, um, that they're looking for a scapegoat for this offense. So the new offensive coordinator is getting thrown under the bus, and well, he should, for running jet sweeps from fourth and goal from the one and play calls like that. At least the execution of them, just terrible. Um, so the Jets have been a pleasant surprise. If you took the preseason expectations away, the Jets plus four and a half is a great bet, but I can't get past the fact they were only supposed to win three games this year. Are they really almost a slightly below average team and nothing worse? I'll lean Jets.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be at this game. This is the game I'm calling on Sunday and I'm I'm going to take the Jets. They, they've been pretty consistent. Now they have let some leads slip, but... You know, Josh McCown's playing really well. I think they have a decent chance to actually win the game the way the Falcons are playing. They probably won't, but I'll take the four-and-a-half points. Two more units on the Jets getting four-and-a-half.
3: All right, Ross Carolina at Tampa Bay. The Bucks favored by two, total 45.
1: I'm surprised that the Bucks are favored over anybody. Right now, I guess it tells you something about the way Carolina has been playing. Uh, but I think Carolina bounces back. I'm surprised by how they played in Chicago, and the Bucks certainly played better against Buffalo than Carolina. But I'll put one unit on Carolina.
2: Yeah, the Bucks. Um, nothing wrong with that offense. They're hitting. Um, they have um, Howard now. If he's going to catch long passes, they got three um, options right now to um, go ahead and spread the field vertically. And Winston looks to be coming around, but that Tampa Bay defense, just brutal. Um, I know Football Outsiders ranks it last in the NFL right now, which is pretty darn amazing. I gave this out to my clients on Monday on the over 44. I still like it over the 45. Two units in a shootout on the over.
3: Steve, the 49ers at the Eagles. Huge spread here, obviously. Philadelphia minus 13, and the total
2: 46.5. All right. Well, this one won't be popular. Although the Eagles had played better than any team in the NFL, and although I picked the Eagles to go to the Super Bowl as my dark horse in the NFC, thirteen's just too much. I've got one team that was embarrassed in San Francisco, getting blown out for the first time all year long. I've got another team that just won in prime time on Monday, and basically um, is running away with the division. I've got a key injury with um, the left tackle. Peter's going out, protecting Wentz. Surely Philly's going to have to run the ball more. Just They want to keep Wentz healthy, and they don't need him to stand in the pocket in this game to win the game. I'll take a unit on San Francisco plus 13.
1: I'm with you, Steve. And I was at the game Monday night, and Carson Wentz, Is a tremendous player, but I think that the Niners do bounce back. It's a short week for the Eagles. They've got a couple of injuries. I just don't know that they'll have the same level of energy there. The Niners obviously have nothing to lose. I'm going to put a a unit on the Niners uh, getting 13 as well. I'm with you.
3: The best bet. Rossi, Oakland Raiders at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo favored by two and a half, total 45.5.
1: Yeah, this this seems about right to me. I'd probably take the bills, the way they're playing, the way they're playing in close games by about a field goal. Um I I guess I'd lean Oakland if I had to, but um I'm not I'm not placing a wager on this game.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm leaning to Oakland. I think that Oakland is the better team, especially if Cooper is going to show up and play like Crabtree and Carr will have two wide receivers. I can't get past the fact that Oakland obviously has a bad defense. But Oakland had a really good offense last year. Carr missed one game in full, but he kind of missed three games because he was out half of the Denver game, and then he wasn't himself that first game back. Now that he's got 10 days, I think Oakland just has a little bit too much firepower. They're flying out on Friday. I know I don't like the West Coast team going east, but uh, two days to acclimate. I'll lean to Oakland.
3: All right guys, uh oh well, Steve, you're up. Indianapolis at Cincinnati Bengals favored by ten, forty one and a half the total.
2: Well, no doubt the Indianapolis Colts defense was offended by me calling Tampa Bay the worst defense in the league because they're certainly a contender. I um I know it's a ten and a half point uh spread, but um Indy gives up thirty points to everybody, so I certainly see the Bengals getting to close to thirty in this one. And I do like the way Brissett for the most part has played all year long. I don't see how Indy's going to stop Cincinnati, and I think Indy will get a couple touchdowns. I'm on the over 41 and a half, two units.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I think that's probably a pretty, a pretty good bet. Um, I think the Bengals win by about 10, so I don't see anything there with the line. Uh, but you're right. Indy's defense is not very good, um, and I think that they will score more points. I'll put one unit on the over 41 and a half.
3: The best bet. Next up, Ross, the Chargers at the Patriots. New England
1: minus seven with a total of forty-eight and a half. Chargers have won three in a row. Uh, they're playing confident. They're playing good football. Uh, New England did beat the Falcons pretty badly Sunday night. But, I don't know, I think this game will kind of be close. Uh, I'm not going to put a wager on it, but I, I would lean to the Chargers here in this game. I would lean Chargers and I would lean under.
2: You know, I'm going to lean over. I think we saw so many low-scoring games in the NFL last week, and a lot of that has to do with really bad O-lines and bad quarterback play, and I don't have concerns about the quarterbacks in this game. I still think New England has the number one offense and a bad defense, and they're going to get ahead, and the Chargers who probably run the ball too much in general are going to have to pass to keep up with them. So just a lean to the over.
3: The Houston Texans are getting five and a half points uh, at the Seattle Seahawks with a total of forty-six.
2: Yeah, right where I made it. I really like what Watson is doing for Houston, but you know, Seattle in competitively priced games, I rate them a four for home field advantage. That crowd is just crazy there with the twelfth man. If I add four to off the spread, that's saying Seattle's only one and a half better than Houston, which looks just about right right now. I'm going to pass.
1: Going to pass as well. I would actually lean Seattle in this one with that environment with Deshaun Watson on the road. And, you know, we almost forget that they lost Whitney Merciless and JJ Watt because the only game they played after that was against the Browns. In fact, you know what? I'm putting a union on Seattle. I think they win by a touchdown or more. I really do. I I think they're playing a little bit better now. They have a little momentum behind them. They signed Freeney to help get after. Deshaun Watson, give me one unit on Seattle laying five and a half. I don't usually like to lay that much, but I'm doing it.
3: Rossy, Dallas Cowboys minus two and a half at
1: the Washington Redskins, 50 and a half the total. Passing this one, um, I think the Cowboys win the game. I think they win probably by about a field goal. That offensive line for the Redskins is just so beat up, and they're on a short week. I don't even know how they're practicing this week. The Cowboys got um, – Kind of a big bounce-back win last week where they looked really good. I think the Cowboys win the game. But I think Kirk Cousins is good enough against the Cowboys secondary to to keep it close.
2: Yeah, my first take when I saw this was I was going to absolutely love the Redskins. America's team gets a 30-point win, and Dallas is good. But they're not great, and that defense is extremely vulnerable, and I was going to just fire. I couldn't believe the Redskins were catching almost three points. But, like Ross, I saw the injury report. Four of the five O linemen for Washington are on the injury report. At some point, I know Aaron Rodgers can do it with his back shoulder throws and just getting rid of the ball after second and a half. It's yet to be seen whether Kirk Cousins can do that. I got to pass.
3: All right. Sunday night football. The Steelers minus three at the Detroit Lions,
2: 45.5. Got to bet the Sunday night game. I'm on the Lions. I'm not a big Lions fan. I. Uh, but I'm going to take them for two units here. This seems to me to be the classic Pittsburgh Steeler letdown, bad game, the Tomlin. Although it's a Sunday night primetime game, sometimes his team just does not get fully up for the game. They got fully up for the, the Kansas City game, and they were certainly up for the Bengals. And I think we might see this as a hide-and-seek game where um, Pittsburgh hides their maximum intensity, whereas Detroit is all in on this game off of the bye, two units on the Lions.
1: Interesting. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I, I think Pittsburgh's playing really well. I don't like the Golden Tate won't play for the Lions. That's kind of the security blanket for Matthew Stafford. Their defense has kind of been shown against New Orleans and against Carolina to, to not really, you know, to kind of be a fraud. And Pittsburgh seemingly always plays well in primetime games. So I'll put one unit on the Steelers. So we'll go head to head on that one.
3: All right, and finally, Monday Night Football, Ross, the Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs, seven-and-a-half point favorites with a total of 43.
1: Well, I mean, I, I would lean Broncos here. I know they've been awful the last two weeks, but seven-and-a-half is a lot of points. I just – they've been so awful, I, I can't do it. I, I'm not – I don't have faith in the Broncos. I, you know, we bet them last week, Steve, and I thought they'd bounce back from that horrific performance against the Giants, and they didn't, not at all. So I'm going to pass this one um, outright.
2: And we're going head-to-head on this one as well. You know, last year when Simeon got injured and his team was all banged up, the Broncos really were bad, and the D could not carry them. With Sanders, their number two wide receiver out, with Demarius Thomas, their number one wide receiver, banged up and not playing effectively. And then Simeon, I really think, is injured as well. I got a question whether they should go to Osweiler, an ostrich sighting potentially on monday night i know that the line is seven and seven and a half and seven and a half is more prevalent go ahead and grade me at minus seven lay at dollar twenty i need seven i can't play it without the seven two units at minus seven laying a little extra big to get the seven i do think kansas city this is a kill shot spot they're five and oh they lose the game against pittsburgh they lose the coin flip to oakland with 10 days to prepare they're Year to date, they've been the best team in the AFC. I can't see them losing this game. And also, um, just an FYI, if you want to play some teasers this week, I think you should put Kansas City in them as well. But for our purposes, two units minus the seven, minus 120, Kansas City.
1: Well, we're not going head-to-head, Steve, because I passed it. But I, I, get what you're, uh, I get what you're saying about the Chiefs. That's interesting. We'll see. Um, so there you go. We've got a couple best bets for you. we got one where we go head-to-head Sunday night. That'll make that game interesting to watch and other than that i think uh i think we got it steve all right just like every other week now that you know what steve and i think and where we're placing our bets now you know where to go if you haven't gone there yet it's betonline.ag steve has told you a million times the value they provide by having their football odds up before every other sports book plus speaking of value when you use the promo code Money on your first deposit, you get a 50% welcome bonus. They'll give you up to $2,500, depending on how much you deposit, obviously, plus that live betting software, clutch. They'll give you free $25 on your first live bet, so mid-game, halftime, whatever. Make sure you take advantage of that free $25. Again, go to BetOnline.ag. Use promo code EVEN MONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. BetOnline.EG, EVEN MONEY. Then, while you're at it, on iTunes, give us a five star rating and say, look, it's a free podcast that I listen to, and Steve and Ross help me win money almost every week. We're up big on the year. It's awesome. You should listen as well, as well as the retweets on Twitter and the likes on Facebook. It is all good, my friends. Um, Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast,
2: and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at Rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.